yeah, he'll he'll act a fool. You know, oftentimes, um, you know, in purple and gold mines, people do some dumbass shit, and it's our job to call it out. So, um, I just got a special fuck you to just a dumb motherfucker. Um, so I just want to shout out myself. Oh, I did not play. <laughs> I thought Tua. I thought the Dolphins were going to play the Rams today. Did I? Little did I know they were really playing the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're recording this on a Sunday. This whole week is going to be downhill for me. Um, what? Last time I checked, he was he had like four hundred and sixty-three yards. So uh, I just want to shout myself out for being a dumb motherfucker. And yeah, after went crazy. that, went crazy. they went crazy. They went crazy. Yeah. But look, um, next I'm going to do is welcome you to episode 10. We are in double digits of meeting of the gold mines. Uh, 10, 10, 10. Um, shout out to everyone that's been supporting us. Um, the whole purple and gold mines thing. We started this in January. We launched a podcast. I guess nine weeks ago. Um, so just want to throw a shout out. This is Born Rebel, aka Zen. You can follow me on the Twitter at Rebel. He is. I got my purple and gold mine brother with me, KB, the coach of what we do. Co- How you feeling today? How's fantasy football been uh, treating you today? Yep, that is KBB RWN twenty two. And that's what it's called. It's not even Twitter. It's X now. So if you don't know now, you know. <laughs> PGM. Um, been, we what? Yeah, we did this. We started this nine weeks ago for uh, podcasting. And then uh, got our group together, what? It's almost a year now, is that? Or it will be a year now in October? In, no, January. Well, we first linked up in October. Yeah, but we in went official with the brand in January. So, right. um, hey, real quick, who who you played against in uh, fantasy football today? Who were you matched up against? <laughs> I was matched up against uh, King or Purple yes. Gold. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can follow him. He's not here. He's uh, nope. hiding like a little. But yeah, um, he's he's like a little here. bitch. He got like his ass little, kicked by me. Got, by he got me. his ass kicked. And now he got his now, ass kicked. Yep. He ducked the smoke. We sure did we duck the smoke. Mm-hmm. But hey, also with us, uh, she early, is back. In, but early. she. Starting off early. Oh, just wait. Just wait until we start talking about those platinum antlers. Uh, well, we ain't there yet. But look, hey, she's no stranger to the uh, Purple and Gold Mines uh, family, the meeting of the Gold Mines. I think this is like what third episode she's been on since uh, since we started, third or fourth. But we love having her. It is Tone. And that is with S-T-O. That's T-N's. Three A's, four I's. At Tone. What's up, darling? How are you? Yoda, Yoda, what's good, everybody? Appreciate y'all. NFL Sunday's back. I honestly cannot complain. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. And, like, you know what? We got a very special guest. We got a very special guest with us uh, this week. Um, You know, after Rich Paul, we're going to get this. We're going to get to this later uh, in the... um, in this episode, but after Rich Paul said what he said about the platinum antlers and the gold antlers, there was one person I wanted to have this conversation with. And this brother um, was gracious enough to say, yo, let's, let's, let's roll. 
So, you know, we're going we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but I'm looking forward to our discussion. He is he represents the Real Talk podcast. It is EJ. What's up, brother? How are you, man? What's up, man? I appreciate you having me on, bro. Um happy for y'all doing y'all thing, you know what I'm saying, with y'all's show. Happy to be on. Um not happy about some of these results from today's football <laughs> Sunday. Um but I, I also though, quick shout out because I know it's not on the docket, but I'll I always gonna bring him up after he wins. Shout out Dion. Um shout out his son, shout out that whole program in Colorado. Yes. Man, they doing yes. Look, look, you know, that's the team of black America now. That's the team, that's on, the team of on, Black America. On, you know, look, what what he's doing it. If you're not supporting doing, Dion, I don't know, know what you really own, bro. You ain't you can't come, you ain't for the culture. Mm. You ain't from the for the culture. Yeah, it's no. um yeah, so it's uh look, I'm just gonna say this because you know we entertain the buffoonery in nine months, because Colorado's known for known for snow bunnies. Nine months, the mixed population in Colorado. It's going to go up tremendously. Look, <sighs> look, I'll use an example. Did anyone see the picture of Michael Irvin right now? He hasn't played football in over 20 years. All right. He's wearing some skinny jeans. He had a picture of him in the locker room. He's wearing some skinny jeans. His knee is iced up, right? Don't not know for what. I don't know why. What he was doing that he needed his knee iced up. But with him is a snow bunny. So, look, I've been to Colorado. I spent some time in Colorado. And look, just saying, you've seen Baby Boy, that, that bunny hop. It's going to be a lot of bunny hopping. It's going to be a lot of bunny hopping in Colorado. Look, we know what time it is. So, shout out to my black queens. Hey. But I'm just saying, it's going to be a lot. Hey. There's going to be a lot of brown bunnies in Colorado. We're not hating. We're not hating. Shout out to Coach Prime. Shout out to the whole program. Uh, and you know what? This is why they're getting first they beat the team in Texas, right? Uh TCU that just was the runner up for in the national championship. Then you beat Nebraska. Nebraska hasn't been good, but that's one of those legacy teams. You know, that's one of those legacy teams, one of those good old boy teams. And Mm-mm. It's uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, shout they've out to already Brian. won more games this year um, than all they did last year. season already. Yeah, absolutely, this week too. Well, well. Speaking of loss, uh, speaking of loss, um, Team USA, um, Team mm. USA lost to Canada. Look, we was we thinking we was gonna go to the Philippines for gold. We didn't get silver. We didn't get bronze. Yo, motherfucker, we didn't even get copper. All right. <laughs> we lost to Canada um, after we lost to Germany. Yo, Dennis Schroeder, based upon what Homeboy said about world champions, Dennis Schroeder is the best basketball player in the world. Put that in your mind, folks. He's walking away out of all the folks that wore purple and gold last season. Dennis Schroeder is the sense. one. Dennis Schroeder is the one that walks that that is coming back 
to uh with the gold medal. Uh we didn't get shit. Um special fuck you to um Jalen Brunson, um Triple J. You know, they you know it's funny. They said like, oh, Triple J and I think two other players, they were out with the illness. Like, yo, you went to the brothel. You, you know. You know. What? <laughs> what? Well, look, they went to the brothel. All right. They went to the brothel. He's right? a wild guy. He's a wild guy. He's a wild guy. Yeah. No, they went to the brothel. But look, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, EJ. We 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 just shit the bed. You think that mean Bron? You think Bron and AD? You think Bron and AD is going to Paris him? next summer? Um, no, I no. Bron's oh. uh, Bron's done playing in Olympics. He's going to be by that time what forty? Yeah, don't go over there. I don't even want him to play in the Olympics. Actually, to be honest with you, don't even want him to do it. Maybe AD, but as injury prone as. He is, I would still like to see him play, you know, less basketball than he's required to. So, yeah, stick to the regular season. But but I do think that, like, Devin Booker, JT, you know, even maybe KD goes. I think we do have some headline people go, but not uh, Braun or AD. Uh, anyone feel different? Everyone, anyone feel different? <laughs> I'm here for um, it. I, yeah, I was gonna jump yeah. right in here. I'm here for it. Let it be his last hurrah. You know what I'm saying? Make up for that bronze medal. I think in what that was, 08. I'm here for it. Let him be our leading point guard. He ain't got to do too much, especially if all those headlines. 04. 04. 04. 04. Excuse me. Yes. And 04. 04. Make up for that bronze medal. But I am here for it. I am here for the tandem. Um, Especially we saw what just happened. Um, especially this is not no a personal attack on JJJ. I just know how much of yes, a is. better yes, <laughs> a better five spot. You know what I'm saying? That look at all of those guys, even JB spot, JJJ spot, BI spot, Mikhail spot. Like um Real Talk was saying, those headliners replacing them, you just see how much more of an upgrade this team will be. So bring in all the old heads, bring in all the injury-prone uh, guys. Let's make a dream team. Like, let's make it count one last time before Braun, you know, kicks the bucket, calls it a career. KB, how you feeling? Um, Braun and AD, Olympics. You think they're not going to Braun, possibly AD. Um, I did make the prediction, I think, for this year coming up that – AD plays a lot more games than people give him credit for. Um, the only person that I expect to sit and miss games coming this Laker uh, season is going to be LeBron because of his old age. Um, he, LeBron's not him anymore. He can still do have him moments, but LeBron's not him anymore. Don't want him playing for the Olympics. Um, and I think the more plus side, the reason why he won't play is because, I'll make this prediction too, Joel Embiid's going to play for Team USA. Um, he's still deciding between playing for France and the U.S., as you just seen, France ain't shit. So they got their asses knocked out before, you know, even going to the rounds playing for gold or anything like that. So, um, or bronze or silver. So I, I think uh, that's the reason why Braun won't play. I think we'll be stacked enough. I think Curry will definitely come back and play. He's definitely owing USA a appearance. He hasn't even made a, an appearance yet. So I think he's going to go and he's right there at like 35. So he's, he's right there. I think he'll do it. Um, and JT and uh, Jalen Brown, those are your two, uh, he- um, what's it called? I think headliners you want to play for Team USA because they're young. And then on top of that, 
they're hungry. They want to, you know, I think they want more than just the NBA championship, which they haven't got yet. They want the gold. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing about the Olympics, we didn't even qualify. You know, we didn't get copper. Like you said, we didn't get freaking bronze. But I mean, the most important thing when you go to these World Cup games is to qualify for the Olympics. So if anything, we did our job going for the, the gold in the World Cup. Like I told everybody else with uh, previous spaces that I've done and recordings that I've done with other people, that was like what the USA USA team junior or the USA junior team. Like we don't like we didn't even send our elite players. Hey, but um, nobody wants to hear that. Play I know. Little nobody. Violence. Nobody. Nobody want to hear that shit. Nobody want to hear it. I know. I'm just saying. But going against Canada, I mean, who they had it's everybody besides Murray. I mean, I'm just saying they had everybody but Murray, but. If the if if the NBA really sends their all stars, we can all say if you want to be real, if the NBA really sends their actual elite players for Team USA, this wouldn't even be a game. So I mean, world champions, exactly. I don't like. So the the first thing I don't like is Noah saying world champions of the world. But what other league is beating NBA teams like in the world? So I mean, I guess I I kind of disagree because you have everybody around the world playing it the best of the best in the NBA. So I mean. No one can say that, but has he even won gold yet? All right, let me ask you guys this, because that's been a whole thing. How do you guys feel about that whole world comment thing? The world. I don't like that. I I, I I don't like that at all, because... What we just saw, bro, just proves how the competition is not NBA level, because we just saw Dylan Brooks give us 40. Come on, bro. We played him a whole series. He was leaving, we was leaving Dylan Brooks wide open. Why? He goes Why? over there and drops 40 in a metal game. That that proved it to me right there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Whatever he said was stupid, bro. Because the best players in the world are in the NBA. Yeah. So if you win Look. the NBA championship. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, know, the world. You know, you know, I'll say yeah. this though. If we're looking at it from an individual country standpoint, yes, mm-hmm. the United States have the best players in the world. But you remember, you remember in the All Star game, remember years ago? I mean, I, I think they mm-hmm. may do it now for like that rookie. Remember when they used to have like Team USA versus the world for like that junior game on All Star yes. weekend? Yes. They yes. sometimes rookie versus sophomore. Mm-hmm. Look. Yes. If you take U.S. the best USA players versus the best mm-hmm. players not from the U.S., that's mm-hmm. a game. That's I'm just, that's a game. Well, so mm. I, I, I understand it, but at the same time, you know, yeah, the U.S. have the best collection of players. The NBA has the best collection of players. So let's just you know. But um, but Zen, when you say yeah. that, when they have the team USA against the world, you know they have like the youngest NBA players that are. U.S. I'm with you. Like, look, look, junior, he did. They don't ever yeah. have. They don't never have their actual the like. All-star I'm, with with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll say this about. Okay. I'll say this about LeBron though. Okay. I think he goes to Paris next year. Um, I don't I know think, why. Uh, look. Okay. Why? It would be his last. It will, it will be his last one. Right. It will. Be, I don't think he. I don't think he's in the league in 2028. But. Assuming it's his last one, I the fact okay. that it's in Paris, from a mm-hmm. marketing standpoint, a global Good standpoint, um, I think. Uh, look, we know we got a squad this year, so I'm going to write this story. We get a championship. 
he also tells Steve Kerr. Um, he also tells T, uh, Steve Kerr. He tells Grand Hill Team USA. He says, "Look, build a squad that I can play twelve minutes a game. Let me be the OG on the squad, similar to you know, similar to Kobe." In 12, even though Kobe, you know, obviously still had lots of um, lots yeah. of game left. But like, yeah. hey, let me or I'll put it like this. Jason Kidd in 2012. Because okay. Jason Kidd was, I think, Agreed. was technically the OG. Yeah, so, that's a better. That's a better name. That's a better one. That's I a like much that, better yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me be the let me be the OG. Let me put it 12. <sighs> give me 12, 14 minutes. First time, come on, you get Draymond because I I know Steve Kerr. He's gonna go to his uh, he's gonna go to his uh three players that he went to war with and won four chips with. And say, look, guys, I need you, need you for Paris. If Steph goes, I think Dray they'll need a they Team USA does need a Draymond. They they do need a Draymond on the floor because Triple J ain't shit. And then if you bring Draymond and Steph, you gotta bring Clay. You gotta bring clay. I uh, look, there's a thing called nepotism. Um and... you have to <laughs> yes. Look, look, here's I the think... thing. The dream team. Okay, I'm not okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my words carefully. Uh-huh. Remember the original dream team. We had someone on the team with HIV. That's which is not funny. And we had a we, we had a oh, white boy with a back problem. So you went forward. with that route. You went that route. All right. Larry Bird couldn't walk. He had no, Larry w- Bird couldn't walk. Only he was that. Larry Bird though. That's Larry we Bird and that. Magic Johnson. Okay. Yeah, we Clay that. Thompson so, uh, is not that level of player where you have to go to another <laughs> team. You talking about? No. Okay, you talking about Steve Kerr? He won four chips with them, and you tell. And at the same time, I don't think, like. With, with since it's one of his guys, and uh, and you know building out a roster, it's like okay, you know what, you are bringing even though he's not in his prime, you are bringing one of the greatest shooters ever. You know, uh, you I don't see them bringing two warriors and not bringing the third one. I think Draymond will be on that squad as well. You know, Gray, in addition to being a warrior, he also has a great agent that will pro, you know. Rich Paul does great things. Oh, so I, I, you got, I, heard, after, I heard that hate. I heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard, exactly. No, hey, there's more. I'm coming. not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. There's gonna do more that. coming. Uh, no. Shout out to Rich Paul. Real talk. We're I'm gonna not gonna do that. that in a minute. Nah, we're not gonna do that. Uh, but look. Uh, I think next year. Mm. I think LeBron does it because if you write a Hollywood story, Lakers get the chip next year. Bron goes to Paris, and then if the stars align, he plays a year with Bronny. And says, "Yo, I'm out." Couldn't write a better story. Couldn't write a better story. If we won the chip, then I I do want him to go. If we won the chip, I want him okay. to go. Okay, that's a I think that, that would be that that would be yeah that would be good. I think we'll go. I think we'll go. Yeah. I think we'll go. Yeah. All right, but we'll see. We we shall see. We shall see. Um, well, uh, one thing that you know, Laker Nation has been talking about all week. Um, and just I'm gonna say it. Hey, you know, pause, pause, pause. We've been taught all week. We've been talking about wood. 
The hardest one. Oh my god. Oh, we talking about Hey, the title. Hey, the title of this episode is Big Wood and Platinum Antlers. So I'm just saying. Lakers finally filled that. Damn, I wish I would have used a different word. The Lakers. You know what? I don't want to be offended, but then. I'm like, I don't mind being the special guest on the Big Wood episode. That's not bad, Mark. So, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I'm really going that. there. Huh? Oh, okay. That is funny. Hey, really Christian. going. Shout out, real talk. This is Hey, you know, we're I appreciate you, Zen. We need that Bluetooth sponsorship ASAP, okay? Um, <laughs> okay. But anyway, <laughs> hey, but you know what? Christian Wood, he's a Laker. We, we've been speculating for a long time all summer uh, about that 14th roster spot. Robbie P did his thing. Um, I'm not – look, I think he's the best player that was left on the available. market f- available for mm-hmm. us. That's true. I don't think he was the best for the team based upon what we need. Mm. KB, huh? I, see, I see you. Just, mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll, okay, let me what? explain. Let me ex- Before I get to you, let me explain why. All right, all right. Because – Okay, Christian Wood, I feel that he's the best player available. But we needed, we know we needed a big man. But we also needed someone with some toughness. We also needed someone with some better defense. We, you know, I I, I was looking for a goon. I was looking for a player that, yo, when he, you know, you're just not going to fuck with. And I thought it was, and I thought Biombo would have been, he would have provided a little more balance. We got a lot of finesse guys. Biombo. We don't, I thought it would have. I thought Biombo would have been a better fit for your team. I, tag me, KB. In, you disagree? Go ahead. Tag me you in, disagree. coach. You tagging me in? Okay, I'm cool. Tag me in, coach. Cool. Tag me. Mm. Look here, man. I know you did not just say yes, Biombo is what we needed. Wait, 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 this- KB. Rebel, repeat your words. You said the best guy available, but. <laughs> yeah, the best. He was the best player, but he. I don't oh, think he was must the best agree. fit for huh. the Laker. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't think he was the best fit for the Laker. Okay, so the reason why I disagree with that statement, and I think he is the best fit for the Lakers, and he was the best guy available, is because one, you can't teach six ten, you can't teach seven three wingspan, and you can't teach a guy who's never played with the a defensive like freaking monster in AD. Like, there's going to, a lot of people are like, I don't like this lineup, but you're going to see an AD, a Christian Wood, LeBron James, and you'll possibly see like a, Ter- a Torian Prince and, um, and Gabe Vincent type of lineup. The reason why is because all of them can make shots anywhere on the court. AD, I'm not so sure from three point ever since the championship run we had, but I think with a lot of the weight that he, he lost a little bit and, you know, kind of like, Worked on his core and everything. I think he's going to improve on his three-point shot. Um, with Christian Wood, he can shoot and score on a dime. Um, he definitely is blocking anything that comes to the rim. But he never had that back, you know, the back-end coverage or that bad, what's called the drop coverage that AD provides. So mm-hmm. I, when you talk about Bismack Biombo, okay, cool, he can get a rebound. But he ain't hitting no jump. He ain't hitting no mid. He's not hitting a three-pointer. He's not doing anything besides rebounding the ball for you. And if you're thinking that – that would that uh well, I'm not doing that. That Christian Wood can't do that. I'm calling it. I'm not saying anymore. I'm saying CW. I'm just saying CW. Right. Y'all know what I mean. That CW can provide for this team. Then I, Zen. I don't know what you, I don't. I don't know what you're looking at because a lot of people keep doing this, and I, we've had this conversation, Zen, 
I've had this conversation with many people before. You cannot keep judging Seawood on what he's done on all the past teams he's been on. This is he's on a new team. He's with a new whole entire squad that fits what he can do. And he's gonna flourish with this team. All he needs is time to gel. And I think this training camp and preseason is going to help him. But we keep on looking back at what he's you what we're used to seeing, not what he's so, going to so, do with so his so squad. Real, but that's not that's what Rebel did. Well, well, real quick, uh, before I respond, you know, before I respond to you, said, if if you're gonna say the last name, you gotta say the first name. You can't abbreviate. I said the first C. Wood. Yeah, no, no, I said C. W. No, no, C. W. No, you know, that's it. You, you, C. W. Yeah, okay. Now this is it. Didn't you say many? Didn't we say it many times that Anthony Davis was our defense last year? Yeah, he was, but he didn't have. But look, but look at this though. What did we not have last year that we have this year? Uh, the two forwards and TP and Vando. We have okay. No, Tony, you're getting to it. We have a plethora of wings. Mm-hmm. We've never had anybody on this team that was what I think shorter than LeBron and Vando and Rui. Now we got LeBron. We got Vando. We got we got Prince. We got what Cam Reddish? Like y'all got to We got to really look at the wings we have and what the the lineup I told you about. You have over what? If you put uh, Christian Wood, AD, LeBron James, uh, Torian Prince, even Vando and Gabe Vincent, you have at least four people in that starting lineup that have a seven foot wingspan or more. Like you got like, you really you got to really look Gabe at Vincent. The, the not Gabe Vincent. I'm just saying. Four people, the okay. other not Gabe Vincent, four. Period. So, with Gabe Vincent being on the court, you have a shooter who can get to the rim, but all he literally has period. to do is, is spot up and watch LeBron James get to the rim where he kicks it out for a jump shot. So, that's all you got to do. Like, Zid, I know what you're saying, but I, look, look, I'm just gonna ask this question, and this is gonna answer my I'm just I'm gonna leave it there. Right. Zid, are you basing what Christian Wood has done based on what he's the other teams he's been on and not the potential he's been for our team? I'm, I'm going off of what he had. Here's the thing about defense. Defense is effort. Okay. Defense is not necessarily a skill. Defense is okay. effort. So. Okay. Right, right, right. He hasn't played. He hasn't, played. <laughs> he hasn't done. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't done it. You know? He yeah. ha, he Zen, done are it. the tools there? Are his physical tools there to, to be a good defender? They must not be. It, every single, look. If you're above six foot four, every player has the tools, with the exception of a T Rex. Not D Lo. Every single player in this league. Some people are too slow footed, Zen. They're too slow footed. D Lo will never be a good defender. D Lo. D Lo will never be a good defender. Ever. Mm -mm. He's six five. You said everybody above six foot. For Christian. For Christian Luca, Wood. Luca will yeah. never be a good defender. Ever. He got to get off the Twinkies first. Bro, yeah. it's not gonna help, bro. Yeah. Just, that ain't that ain't it. It's just he don't know what a slide. He don't know what a defensive slide is. Right. He don't know what a defensive slide is. Okay, so you're saying with Christian Wood, the the tools are there for him to become a defender. Yes. And he's never had a he's never had a coach that I applied that say, pressure. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the the interview that that Jason Kidd did about Christian Wood? Basically, like, uh, well, we ain't gonna miss him. You sure about that? Like, Ooh, you I sure? Like, come on, man! Like, 
well, Christian well, Wood has been getting disrespected Mark, Mark for that. Cuban, I think that was he was also being a company man because Mark Cuban had an interview. I think it was on mm-hmm. Paul George uh, podcast. Yeah. That he yep. was uh, pretty much he pretty much just said that you know hey those guys that was playing for themselves who were in contract years and they weren't trying to do what was best for the team he pretty much called out was taking a shot yeah yeah I get that look I feel okay about the signing I think Bismack provides something that we didn't uh, EJ how you feel I I get I get you Rebel I would say um, Zen I am. Absolutely opposed to you on this take that you have about uh, Christian Wood. This is a great signing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, it provides us so many more options to play with as far as lineups. It also allows Van Note to be on the court longer because we have a five that can space out and shoot. So his non-shooting factor isn't as big of a problem if you also have a big out there with him that can also shoot. So Vando gets more minutes as a POA defender, something that we desperately need on this team um, because as much as we all love Austin, we saw what happened. Um, (laughs) Also, Dennis is gone. Um, So, yeah, Vando minutes are very important, and Christian Wood – um, his ability, like I said, to stretch the floor is going to be uh, allow us to let Vando play more. Also, the games when um, AD isn't there or available. Bro, we have a guy that can step in and dead ass give us 20 and 10. Like, reliably give us 20 and 10. Christian Wood is a, a really good offensive player. He shoots the three ball tremendously well on decent volume. You know what I'm saying? He can get rebounds. He He's not a great man-to-man defender, but he can block a shot or two. You know what I'm saying? So there are games to where sometimes you just got to outscore people. It it just is what it is. It's 82 games. Some of the games go like that. Having a, a weapon like Christian Wood is definitely going to aid us in those type of games. Um, and even like uh, KB said, KB was preaching on a Sunday uh, night in your cash app or whatever. Um, but <laughs> him having AD, he's never been next to AD. He's never probably never had a POA like Vando because he was here in Houston. I live in Houston. I remember them Rockets teams. <laughs> teams was not good, buddy. Mm. Teams were not good Oof. that Christian Will was playing on. So, uh, yeah, great addition by the Lakers. Um, and I'm expecting a championship now because of the Christian Wood sign. Ooh, you heard it here first. Stamping So, all right, I'm in the minority. Tony, Tony, how are you feeling? No, I ain't going to leave you hanging, Rebel. So, what I'll do is I'll play I'll play neutral because I understand Rebel's point and then I understand okay. KBN Real Talk's point. So, from Rebel's point, I do see what he's saying. I would say it's never not going to be a need for us to have someone who can space the floor someone who can shoot well, and I'll counter even what Real Talk said. To me, especially as a five, he is better than decent. This man shot about 38% from three for his career. So that's even more than reliable, especially for what we have experienced the last several seasons as an L.A. fan. You know what I'm saying? So to Rebel's point, I wouldn't say he's not a need, but I did envision more of a Bismack a bruiser. You know, uh, Christian Wood is not a Draymond. Christian Wood is not an Aaron Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Christian Wood is not a um, – who who's uh, Michael Jordan's little bodyguard? Ah, his name is Oakley. Oh, Oakley. Christian Wood is Charles not Charles an Oakley. Oakley. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I, I can see where where he's coming from. The the aggressive rim protector. You know what I'm saying? Um, someone who um. Like I said, it's going to kind of have your superstars back who's going to, you know, get the crowd going. Don't get me wrong. Not that Christian Wood is incapable of this, but because, like Rebel said, we have a lot of finesse. I, we weren't expecting to add more to the finesse spot. We were expecting to add more to the 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 toughness um, category. Now, to KBN, Real Talk's point, though, like I said, you can never go wrong with having a player that provides what Christian Wood provides, especially in addition to the spike, the five spot, you know what I'm saying? To the big guy spot that, you know, he can basically play, I would say the four and the five. I won't even give him the three because of his defense, but before, but for the four and the five, he can fill in that role effectively. Um, and the main thing, I could say the highlight for one, like KB said, when AD is not there, which is something I did not think of. Trust me, Christian Wood is going a longer way than a Bismack Biombo. You know what I'm saying? Then who else were we caping for? JaVel McGee, um, part 10, you know, as far as LA is concerned. Um, and I would say that um, hopefully if AD does get his wishes to play the four again and have C. Wood there um, play the five spot mostly, maybe we can – be able to unlock AD, like you guys said, with the weight loss and him working on his mechanics. Maybe we do get a glimpse of his championship run again. And all in all, um, again, another point to highlight is Christian Wood was never on a team that looks like this. We got the wings that we needed. You know what I'm saying? The defensive um, additions that we have needed. Again, the spacing that we have now and just having superstars. Yes, he's played with AD in New Orleans, but this New or- that New Orleans team didn't even look like this LA team. Having that superstar, um, those superstars next to him like LeBron and AD, which are not, is not a small feat. This is not, um, let's see who he, this is not Luca and Kyrie. And that's no disrespect to those guys. These are, these are guys who can play both ends of the floor um, offensively and defensively. Someone in Braun who can see the floor so well, make sure Seawood is in the spots he need to, needs to be in to be effective offensively without Seawood having to, you know, go ISO, back anyone down. You know what I'm saying? Again, especially with the spacing, Seawood will find a lot of open opportunities to get his shine and play the way, you know, Mark Cuban was accusing him to play. But it will look better because it's going to be conducive to a winning team. Again, the roster construct that he has now around him. And that goes for all those guys. Cam, Gabe, even the way Gabe had to show out last year in the finals is not something he has to do. These are not burdens they have to carry. This is not, we're in a drought. This is not, oh, Luca's limping. You know what I'm saying? I got to make something work. I got to make something shake. Dorian Finney ain't hitting. Um, Hardaway ain't hitting. Reggie Bullock ain't hitting. This roster construct is a lot of, you know, again, a lot for a lot of guys on this team that has never seen anybody on a LeBron team. Again, especially the way um, Rob has been able to do the things he's done this offseason, it's going to benefit a lot of guys. So, Rebel, I'm not going to leave you hanging, but I do have my foot out the door. I definitely see where these guys are coming from and see what see what is him as far as what we needed and what he's going to do and provide for us once the season gets going. I tell you, Tony. How people be talking, it's like we shouldn't even assign them. Just no, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> cool with the signing. Just, I, just not my preference. I get you, Rebel. Right I, I hear you. you. No, Zen, I hear you. But the thing is, it's just like Biombo would do one, no, two things for us. Defensive, be, a, be able to be a defensive anchor with 80s on the bench, and rebound. That's it. He can't score the ball. The, the, right. <laughs> we need somebody who does multiple things. Who's the bruiser on the Nuggets? 
Who's the bruiser? I said AG. I gave it to AG. I gave it to um Jit who left um that went to Indiana. I'll give it Bruce to those. Brown. Yeah, I'll give it to those two, AG and Bruce Brown. Which I guess we six, have five a bruiser. That's what I'm saying. He's tough. He's tough. We uh, don't have a scrap. I don't think very those much. are as necessary as as they used to be. They're not as necessary right. as they used to be. Not not right. the way the team is constructed now, but it was definitely necessary. It was most definitely necessary for this Lakers team. I think it would have um, went a long way, especially in that Denver series. This is what I this is what I believe and I agree with everything everybody gave takes on. Are we taking into the, the to account that Vando grew two inches? He was six eight, now he's six ten. So I don't believe that's another... in that shit when they put that type of shit in the media. This man is twenty something years old. The nigga ain't grow anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, he did. Here's a picture. He's he's taller than Rui now. Try to tell you when he combed his hair out. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he got taller. Well, no, no. If Phil Handy saying he got taller, then I, I believe. Phil Handy said it's a report every year that Jason Tatum grew an inch. Hello. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I believe Jason Tatum is six, six nine, six nine, six ten with shoes. So I mean, hey. yeah. yeah. Well, I'm all right. Let me ask you guys this, because uh, Tone, you alluded to it, um, and that's something on the rundown. But AD, he he made you know reports this past week um, that he wants to play less time at the five. With him saying that, is Christian Wood? Was the Christian Wood the right choice considering AD wants to play less time at the five? Uh, let's EJ. Um, I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, See, um, that's what I'm talking about. I can answer. I can answer that. Yeah, go ahead. You said, go does, ahead. He, does he want to play less time at the He wants to play less time AD, at the five. More AD the said he wants to play less time at the five. He said that to the front office saying, hey, this is your best point, Zan. This is your best point. This is what I'm talking about. He told the front office, right? When okay. He, I'm the, of the extension, he said, hey, I want to play less time at the five next season. So okay. with that said, is mm-hmm. Christian Wood, which, by the way, used to be my uh, my username on Christian Singles. But anyway, oh, that's a whole other conversation. What is Christian the Wood the deciding that you want to make when when Anthony Davis tells you, I want to spend less time at the five. So wow, <laughs> this is a wild boy. I mean, I would say, look, if AD is going to play the four, and you put Christian, you put Christian Wood in, then yes, then okay, yeah. But the 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 fact that he said he doesn't want to play, uh, he wants to play less time at the five and more at the four. I mean, okay, cool. We won't play you ninety nine percent of the time. Maybe we'll play you ninety percent of the time. Like it's like you're not going to play the whole the whole game as the five. Well, we'll put you at the four sometimes. Like. AD, look, this is what AD wants. AD wants to win, and AD wants to win well, so he doesn't have to run that much. That's all AD wants to do. So with the players we got, he wants. About him being bruised up down low, you know what I'm saying? And again, that mm-hmm. is not something that Christian Wood is going to provide. You know what I'm saying? At all. I think we're yeah. still going to go through AD as far as our defensive anchor, and I think he mm-hmm. does that. That that defensive responsibility that he has, I mm-hmm. think he does that more well at the five spot as opposed to the four spot. And no, Christian Wood does not take that, you know, I, I don't know, liability or, again, responsibility 
off of him. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Offensively, yes. Defensively, no. AD's still going to be under the basket. You know what I'm saying? AD's still going to be that, you know, um, help defender to always swing. You know, he and I love that about him. He does that mm. very, very well, but I can understand how taxing that is, and it probably takes away from him offensively, which is something mm. he probably wants to unlock. He does not want to be stuck down low for 99 or even 90% of these games, Mr. Oh, he's going to KB. You say he's going to play more games. How do you think that's going to happen? If again, he's putting his body through the same thing he has been doing for the last four seasons. I can add context to that. The reason why I think he's going to play more games and he'll be a lot more healthier than he is. is why? Because he's making boxing videos now. No, nah, not even that. Um, one, I do, I do think he did work on his, you know, worked on trying to make sure he's running a lot so he won't be as fatigued as much. But also a lot of these games that we're going to be playing against, I think we're going to win relatively by a lot, and we're going to do it the right way that requires us to use our bench to end the games, then use AD and LeBron. So I think AD and LeBron won't be playing 40-minute games. Remember I said this in the playback. We are definitely like a a victim, a proponent. We're like hanging fruit for that phrase. Like this roster on paper – Looks so good that shit can really slap us in our face for whoever thinks we're going to just be blowing these teams out by a large margin that is not named what the Hornets. That's like the only team and maybe um, Portland. I don't think that's happening. Not by not by so much so that the bench is closing the entire fourth quarter. Maybe four minutes, maybe five minutes of the fourth quarter. But remember, Mm. the competition for the NBA has you know, spruced up a lot over the years. These young guys go out there and they definitely compete. Did you forget what? Didn't we have double overtime games with the Pistons last year? That's not I, I know. Anymore. I yeah. trust, trust. Yeah. But I again, I don't believe, oh, we're just going to be leading by 25 by the end of the third quarter. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Worse. And like I said, granted, we still we got these wings. You know what I'm saying? Um, We got a... a, a better uh defensively on the perimeter which was a a dire need but ad again like i said he's still going to be doing a lot of the thing i think he's still going to be doing or carrying a lot of the defensive load like like i said uh same as he's done like the last four seasons which is something i think he was trying to shy away from a bit instead of that 90 percent that you said he, he'll probably still get i think he wanted to reduce it maybe 75 65 well, this is where I'm going to have to – this is where I'm going to leave it. I'm going to pass it on to uh, Real Talk. So I believe if – look, this is this is just how it's going to be today. And this I, – I, I'm pretty sure everybody – you guys can kind of see where I'm going. If LeBron James is playing 39 to 38, 37 minutes per game for the season, we are not winning a chip because he's going to be too gassed by the time we reach playoffs – by the time we reach playoffs, excuse me. If LeBron James is playing 33, 30 to 33 minutes a game, that's good. AD doesn't have an excuse. He's young. LeBron should not be playing close to 40 minutes per game. If we can close out games, I mean, not even up by 25, but if we can take care of the game through one through three quarters, that means LeBron James and them only have to play what? There's how many minutes in a quarter? 12? So if LeBron James and them play four game, four minutes, that means your bench can close the rest of the eight minutes. But that's how the Lakers have to play. I can't say with the, the roster we got, we're going to do so. But that's going to be the formula for us to be able to go to the championship. We have to take care of games first in the regular season. And I think, well, a big proponent with that was when we got 
our new roster after the deadline, we went what eight and two? Real talk, or everybody up here, we went eight and two, or yeah. whatever it was. We had a two. Yeah. and we had our defense. Our defense jumped up to a new level because we got Vando. Now imagine having That's Prince, true. Christian Wood. Uh, who else do we get? We got uh, Hayes, Jackson Hayes. You know what I mean? We have a whole bunch of other players that we can rely with and go to. to do and I think, okay, I, I think that'll help. I think that'll help. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not okay. trying to say that the 80s going to play less five or less four. Whatever helps us to win games to where we can rest our best players and put our bench in to finish the game. Because 80 and LeBron should not be playing 40, 40 uh, minutes per game. Maybe against the Suns, maybe against the Nuggets. Kings, but everybody else in the West, the Dubs. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't respect a team like that until they show me they could do something with no center. I just, I just can't because Lo- Looney still isn't a center yeah. to me. He's a powerful. Yeah. He just is. But I gotta <laughs> give him respect because they won 20, in 2022. But yeah, them signing like, Chris they just Paul, a yeah, them signing Chris Paul after winning 22. I give them respect for they won that championship. But they got a totally different team now, so I mean, I can't do that. But no, but real talk. What do you think though? For the the AD question, um, I think it's just, just unfortunate. That, uh, nah, nah, nah. I just think it's unfortunate that AD doesn't play the position that, well, wants to play the position that he's just best at for this team. Um, because we're just a better team when he's at the five. Uh, but can we get away with some Seawood at the five minutes if AD's playing and Bron's playing? I'm sure we could. Uh, I'm I'm sure we could get away with it. Um, yeah, so I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, I'm sure really the biggest deal for him was being able to drop weight. I think that since he's come to L.A., we've asked him to play center, so you put on some more weight. And then to me, it's not a surprise that this has been his like most injury-prone seasons of his career because uh, I think he's been used to playing at a certain weight his whole career because he was definitely smaller in uh, New Orleans. And although he did have like knick-knack injuries in New Orleans, he wasn't missing the amount of time that he's missed in these uh, L.A. seasons. So I think he just wanted to be able to drop weight, be a little bit uh, more mobile, quick, um, and also players that do uh, put on muscle and strength, they do tend to uh, lose their shot. Um, I actually think that's something that's happened to Giannis. If you look at like his earlier seasons when he was much smaller, his jumper was, I mean, he wasn't a great jump shooter then, but it was just a lot more fluid than what it is now. Uh, kind of same with Russ early. OKC Russ had a midi. Um, as Russ has gotten older, he's elected to put on muscle. And now, you know, his jumper is a bit, you know, wacky. Uh, so I think he wants to lose weight, be a better jump shooter, be quicker, uh, more mobile. And so, I mean, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with it either way. Like I said, I think uh, we'll get away with some minutes with somebody else at the five. All I'm saying is it. Absolutely. We, we shall see. We shall see how this uh, turns out. But... Um, look, we mentioned it earlier, and I'm really looking forward to this part of the conversation. Um, Chris Paul, he had an interview. Uh, he sat down with Rich. uh, oh, Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. Excuse me. You know what? They're both short. Yeah, Richie, Rich, Rich. They're both they're both short, but yeah. Wow. No. Yeah, but but Rich Paul, Rich, Chris Paul Rich is six Paul. one. Respect him. 
No, he ain't six one, man. He ain't six one. No, Chris no, he Paul is. is six one. Yes. He is. He's tall. I've He's seen tall. him in really? person. Chris Paul is taller than what what you think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought he's like he's five taller. nine. He just out you there thought wrong. with them other giants. Yeah, you thought wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah. Me. Same thing as we think us uh, uh was it Curry short? He's pretty tall in person. Yeah, Curry's not yeah, no, Curry's short different. at all. Curry's no, a no, solid definitely. six three and a half. Yeah. Rich Paul. Did an interview uh, in um, on Gilbert Arenas and Josiah's uh, podcast, Gil's Arena, and you know it was a dope conversation. Um, I really loved what he said, just about how you know the mindset in a player getting you know getting drafted. Uh, you know he you know he was really a proponent of hey, it's about the fit, not how high you can go. Uh, he also talked about how the sneaker game has changed. So he was really dropping some knowledge, really dropping some knowledge. But the thing that he said that went viral, sparked a lot of conversation on Twitter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is when he said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Jordan and LeBron James are both goats, but LeBron's antlers are made in platinum and Jordan's antlers are made in gold. And I listened to his reason. He sat down there with Gilbert Arenas. Uh, he sat down there with uh, Rashad McCants. He Rashad, He sat down there with um, Kenyon Martin. And, you know, he gave his reasons. He asked them if, how many NBA finals that they went to. And Kenyon, how many finals did you go to? And was it tough? And, and uh, it sparked some feelings. It sparked some feelings, and I was listening to folks, and um, I said, hmm, you know what? I hit up Real Talk. You know, I knew Tone was going to join us this week, and, you know, Tone has LeBron as her GOAT. I know, uh, and here's the funny thing about Real Talk, and, you know, Real Talk on Twitter, a lot of folks uh, says he hate on LeBron, but he has him at number one. Um so talk about it, Zen. You, you people talk about you it. A, no, and, and guess what? I'm gonna say this right now, and I know I'm gonna say this right now. No one in particular, but if it applies to you, then hey, if the shoe fits. Ah shit. Are you I'm about sorry. to blow my DMs up, Zen? No, no, let's just go. You gotta blow up the spot. I'm just gonna say this. LeBron James. I'm looking on this thing right now on the, the history of the league, right? Now, I'm getting a whole bunch of, like, you know, there's a lot of this uh, disparities in the numbers. According to coaching kids, in the history of the league, there's been 47 play, 4,706 players. That's as of February 2022, history of the NBA, 4,706. Sportskeeper says... As of November 2022, there's been around 4434. You add that, you know, move forward, players drafted, international, whatever, undrafted. Let's just say about 4,500 players in the history of the league. Now, if I tell Tone, hey, I I have LeBron at number two, she's going to take it as an insult. So this is what I'm going to say. And let's just, let's just, hey, let's just do it. I think LeBron fans are the weakest fans 
in the NBA. I I thought I didn't think there would be anything worse than Westbrook fans because I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers are just delusional. No, 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 no. Look at Tony. Look at Tony. <laughs> Tony, go ahead. Because let me and let me tell you why I say that is because at no point that Rich Paul was saying this whole platinum and gold shit. Did he talk about winning? Like, well, don't ask fucking Rich Paul then. There's a million other motherfuckers than Rich Paul who works for and works under LeBron and who is his friend and has all this bias going through him. But his word ain't gold. Why we gotta be weak then? But yes, but but here's the thing: a lot of folks on Twitter, a lot of a lot of folks on Twitter are having conversations where they're using what he said as a reason why LeBron is better. What else now, do you expect Rich Paul to say, Zen? Zen, what do you think he's going to say? What do you think he's going to say? That's his friend, business okay, partner, so- client, whole reason I'm rich. Like, what else do you think I'm about to yeah. say about this man? Okay, here's the thing. I'm not... I, okay, so... I'm not surprised. He said what he was supposed to say. Okay? He said what he was supposed to say. I get it. Right. But when I listened to the what I what, what I really took away from was his reason. And then you add that to the everyday conversation, MJ versus Jordan, MJ versus Jordan. And it's just like, wait, hold on. The these conversations it's like it has never it it's never anything to do with winning and i'm just thinking like okay tom brady tom brady in football he's considered a goat one of the reasons why he's considered a goat he won the most okay um with but people golf, were saying he was the goat like at four though four or five yeah but even, okay but even when he had four he had the most so even at four, so no it wasn't the most until at that time. Got, well, he was still in a winning conversation. No one has period. more than four. I mean, more, more. No one has more than four. Joe, Joe, so four. Does Joe? Does Joe have four? Joe, yeah, no one has more than four. So Joe Montana has four. Terry right. Bradshaw has four. So, but even when Tom yeah, Brady yeah, got yeah. to four, they were consider they were calling him to go, but but he was tied for the most. Jack, if you go to golf, Jack Nicholson, Tiger Woods, uh. It, they're usually in the conversation as the goats. A lot of people still say Jack, but when they say Jack, they say 18 majors. I just watched a guy. Oh, real quick. Shout out to Djokovic. He just won his 24th major. We're talking about tennis. And when he, as soon as he won and he hugged his family, he got on the court. Coco. He put on a Kobe shirt because he won his 24th major. Mamba mentality forever. You guys know the vibes. But look, respect, respect, Djokovic. Respect. They call him the goat because he won the most. Shout out Coco, Zian. Oh yes, shout out Coco. You know what's funny? Shameless plug. I yes. watched that. Queen. I watched that yesterday. Shout out to Coco. She won her first major. So the on the women's side, she wants her first major. On the men's side, Djokovic tied a record for most ever for men and women. Um, but and shout he's still out not Coco. better than the doll. That uh oh, <laughs> not at all. Not yeah, but but it's a, that one's tough. That's a whole conversation. That's a whole different <laughs> conversation. But that one's tough. Because Nadal, like you know, you just like king of clay. Just just can you imagine just having to say, hey, look, no matter where you go on earth, 
if there's clay on the ground, I'm the best. Like, like you own a whole surface. You own a whole surface. That's just ridiculous. But he's not better than Federer. He's not better than Federer either. Oh man, see, see, they see that's that's when you get that was my favorite player though. That was my favorite player. So, so y'all can say whatever you want to say. But yeah, oh, but he had the most swag I've ever seen on the tennis court. Oh yeah, with the blazer, (laughs) with that white blazer. No, yeah. but uh, even the way he did his backhands was like, oh, the sauce on the backhand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Going back to Mr. James. When I'm listening to Rich Paul and I'm just like, when it comes to LeBron and this, the, this endless debate, why isn't winning never in the equation? But for any other athlete that's in a GOAT conversation, Winning is the is the first thing that brought is brought up. That's fair. The thing is, is I think because it's not like first of all, it's not like he is not a winner. He hasn't won as many times as the rest. But I think the point that a lot of fans try to make, even biased ones, neutral ones, whatever you want to call them, is that he's been there. It's not that he hasn't gotten there. It's not like he's fallen short a million times. He has gotten there what 11, 12 times. And has been the underdog how many times out of those? I can't say how many times Tom has been an underdog. I can't say how many times these great tennis players has been an underdog. It's almost expected with some of the rosters that have been around LeBron. It hasn't been expected. 2018 was not expected when Kyrie left. 2007 was not expected for this kid to be 23 years old, what, 22, 23, and demolish Detroit the way he did was not expected. So I think that's what kind of makes the whole winning conversation different. Like I said, especially because he is a winner. He just hasn't done it five or six times. Four. It's not like he's fallen that much shorter of these two. And then mind you, well, Kobe has been there five and has won five, right? Or has been there six and have won five? Six. Kobe's five of seven. What about Magic? What's Magic's percentage? I want to say he's I believe five he's five of nine. nine. Five of nine. Okay, yeah. five and nine. Jerry West is what? One, one and eight. eight. Not one and eight. <laughs> one and eight. One and nine, something like that. May I continue? Jordan, to me, I ain't even trying to be an asshole. Again, that is not my time, and I have no problem saying that. He's got there six. He's got lucky six times and have won six times. No oh, luck ain't got everything to God. do with it. Lucky. Listen, Linda. Luck? Listen, Linda. Luck ain't got everything to do with it. But one of the main things I always say when I look at these other winners, one thing I feel like that is undeniable, if Ron had the benefit of the organization and the general management that a lot of these other winners have, i.e. Tom, i.e. Magic, i.e. fucking Jordan, you fucking name it, i.e. Steph. He did, though. To be able he to did. Be- you shut me right the he fuck does- up because who? Because who? What team? He des- I'll, t- I'll tell you. He decided to leave. Miami is a great organization with a great GM and a great okay. head coach. And he decided so, to leave. So while Duane Bay still got his bad knees and Chris Bosh went through his health issues, how much longer did they have on those contracts? They clearly showed so that they we were, were willing get to get off weight. But they were they, okay. they, they, but they let's be serious. traded weight. So, they, so let's be serious, though. You think Ron and Wade himself is going to say, okay, you know what, dog? I know you want to win. 
I'm going to part ways from my city and leave. The main reason why he left was the money. But if Braun was still there, he might have probably took a pay cut, stayed, and, um, you know, took up some roster space. But that was his second guy in command. So who who can you think, what, what year was that? What, 20, 2014, 2015-ish? So who was up and coming at that time that we were going to sign, who was going to be willing to come to Miami, play behind Braun, and – possibly weighed with a with a smaller dollar amount well i mean we saw that Wade was already on the uh, way was already on the decline right so if they got another number two and wade slides to the three and who was was on the come up who was i would have to go back to 2014 i don't i don't remember 2014 that vividly i apologize you're guaranteeing you guaranteeing that Pat Riley was going to be able to construct a roster that was going to take them back. If LeBron didn't ca- quote unquote carry himself, because I'm not even going to do the carrying thing, but if LeBron didn't quote unquote carry himself, especially look at the way LeBron liked the team construction back then, they were going to be able to find him a guard and a, a one or two and a four or a five. That was going to be able to do the things that Kevin Love and Kyrie were able to do for him. That was going to guarantee them another spot in the Eastern Conference. That was going to be this is, Paul this is what I can say. This is what I can say. I have, I would have had absolute faith that Pat Riley in Miami, by the way, it's not like Wait. he's living in Cleveland. LeBron They're in Miami. The Pat Riley could have constructed a championship team when, around me. Yes, I would have had DJ, confidence in that. I would have had confidence in that. Somebody give it to me when. When, when, when. He went back uh, to the finals immediately, the year after. When. So you telling me instead of yeah, Cleveland, right? Went, LeBron stayed in Miami, he was gonna go back. Kyrie and brought Kevin Love. That's my point. So if he stayed in Miami, he was gonna go back to the finals immediately. The year after they just lost his first, he was gonna go back to the finals immediately. You just went to four straight with him. You supposed to be in the finals every year with them. He wasn't gonna have them. Chris Bosh was experiencing health issues. Ways these were done. See, oh, so yeah, he Chris wasn't gonna have moved them. on. They would have moved on. How quickly? So who? Raise your hand. Raise your hand in the room if you're gonna trade for Chris Bo- for Chris Bosh and his blood clots. Oh no. Well, well, Taylor, remember this. Okay, raise your hand if you're gonna trade for Dwayne Wade's what twenty four million. So, Maybe so wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Remember, he went so they, they literally sent him to another team. He had EJ, to walk. You That's know, what I'm saying. Do you think he was gonna walk if LeBron stayed? <laughs> he was not gonna walk. And who are we gonna sign? Was PG gonna come? Who else? <laughs> Name your number one and number two. Who else? I don't come? know. You're asking me from 2014, 15. Who was coming? I don't. I don't know. I I can't answer the question right now. There was no one. There but you no supposed to, so you supposed to, you supposed to, so because, okay, so even, even in your example, so because he can't put a championship team around me this one year, granted, we just went to the finals yes. four straight, yes. four because straight times. Four straight we just went to the, okay. My nigga went but, back four but, straight times after that. There was no waiting. There was no gap the in only between. Only we ain't got time for that, in Cleveland. He only, only won one of the four in no, Cleveland. The point is, the point, like I said before, the point I was making before, forget about being a winner. I had an opportunity to win. It was no more. That man has not had a first or second round exit until he got back to L.A. And again, had to deal with injuries or a poor roster construction. Because outside again, of that young team, I, what, I was, team responding, what I was responding to you, 
I was responding to you when because LeBron fans, I, I used to think y'all are the worst. I used to be there with Zen, but then because I flipped my opinion, it is I actually found out it's actually you Jordan niggas. But back to this topic. The <laughs> point I was making is is that you said he's never had a top flight organization or right. whatever. I said that is right. not true. He left one. He went to one. He decided to leave. And he said okay. it's because he wanted to go home and stuff like that. That's cool. That's his decision. But he got right. he played on a – the Miami Heat still to this day is a top is flight it? organization and in I the league. You you're right. You're right. I got, I, got, I got passionate. I'll tell you that. You're not wrong. I will not take away that Pat Riley does what he's supposed to do. Um, th- that Miami Heat culture is very well, very well respected. He's done – He's done a great job as a a general manager in Miami, right? But again, there was no time. There was no gap years. He saw something brewing in Cleveland and gave him an opportunity to not only go home, win their first championship, which again, as to the legacy to me, as to this Jordan-LeBron debate, gave a team a championship that has never had a run in what's what was it, 70-something years until they won at that point in 2016? But I guarantee you he was going to have at least two gap years. Look at how long it took Riley to get Jimmy and even be able to build around Jimmy. Draft, bam. That was not something that was going to happen in 10 seconds after having to get rid of Bosch's contract. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, Wade was not just going to up and leave the same way he did. It was more like, now I'm here by myself again, Pat, and you can't even give me the respect as a person who had a long tenure, a person who helped you build this city to what it was. That's why Wade walked. He was not walking in LeBron State, and to me, that's a nice two-year gap of him probably not having the opportunity to compete for a championship again. Not the way he did in Cleveland. He went to four straight in Miami and went to four straight four in Cleveland. That's the problem. The problem, the he did problem? not have the benefit. What's the problem he did not have that the he didn't go to the having, finals two years? He did, because he did not have the benefit of going six straight because of a good organization, the way a, a good general management, the way Jordan had. That did not let, that went from whoever the fuck their center was Pat before. Riley to, is one oh, of the go greatest get. executives ever. But it was not happening in a two-year time span coming off a superstar with no knees and a superstar with health issues that just... uh, How do you know what Pat Riley could have done? How do you know know what Pat Riley could have done? Okay, well, I've seen it with the opportunity. Now he had all that cap space, right? All three of them left. How long did it take him to build this team? Not that Why long, actually. I mean, actually, no, no, hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, because I, you, you have, you, hold on, because I you remember the year, no, I'm actually lag. I'm a bit behind y'all, I'm lagging a little bit, but true, anyway, that's true. Okay. yeah, my bad, my bad, you're right, correct, I see correct, that. correct, yeah, 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 so, um, that year, the first year LeBron leaves, I want to say they were off to like a winning record and were going to make the playoffs before the Chris Bosch blood clot thing happened. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I do want to say that was how that was happening. Um, mm-hmm. I think they, I missed the, I think they missed the playoffs one year. The season after that, the next season after that. They were back in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure I want to say this is a true statement. Um, Google is my friend. Now, let's see. Now, I do. While you guys look up that information, I would like to uh, (laughs) throw out a number. There goes in. I would like to throw out. Hey, look, I wasn't getting like Tone was just went like super. 
Super Saiyan. I wasn't getting it. Like, she already got the red hair. I wasn't going to get in that shit. She was like a fucking phoenix. I'm not going to stand. But I do want to throw out a number. I do want to throw out a number to, you know, the LeBron, uh, you know, the LeBron guy, people, LeBron folks. And that number is two. That number is two. Not the, Now, when I say number two, when I say two, I'm not talking about where I have them on the list, you know? Um, because it's a toss-up between I have two, three between I think it's Jordan LeBron Kareem or Jordan Kareem LeBron. But I'm gonna the reason why I throw out this number two and Tone or E or EJ, I would love to get your uh response to this. Number two, two represents the amount of titles LeBron has won that had a 82 game season. That had a full mm-hmm. 82 game season. Now I heard Tone say how much he didn't have the benefit of this. He didn't have the benefit of that. Uh he, you know, uh, but out of his four titles, only two of them was from a 82 game uh season. One was the lockout, and then one was the uh shortened pandemic. Does uh I'm just wondering why it's Braun fans never argument. bring that shit up? I, I, hey, it's nasty, but it's you a know, very nasty argument. I'm sorry. But so all the other players they were playing all 82 games. I I need to know. No, I'm just wondering because like, Jordan LeBron. Jordan fans never bring up how he was playing it in expansion league. But go off, buddy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Look, or that he took a gap year. He decided not to go to college and find himself. Well, hey, that's uh, that that sounds like a personal issue. <laughs> no disrespect, though, to you know, I know his personal issues to as to why he decided to kind of break away from basketball for a little while. You know what I'm saying? So I won't poke fun at that. But continue, Rebel. My well, player. okay. Well, look, now that first retirement. Yeah, they gambling habit. Hey, look, no, look, you know, look, his dad's passing. That's what I was alluding to. His pops passed away. Now, yeah, I know that one. Now, I know that one. Yeah. His pops passed away. Now the next if y'all want to believe now, the now, David Stern version, you can go right ahead, buddy. Well, well, look, look, look. At the end, look, I just look at it like this. At the end of the day, no matter what, his pops passed away. So even if yeah. connected to the gambling, not so if he says, Hey, my pops passed away, okay, cool. I'll take you at your word. Now, here's the thing: the second retirement in uh after 90 uh, after 98. Um now Tony so Jackson, just, right? Wasn't the second right. Now, Tone, you just justified why LeBron left the Heat because, hey, the organization, like, he had, he wasn't going to have a chance to win. Jordan said, nah, look, I'm not going to play for any other coach besides Phil Jackson. He saw the instability in the organization and was just like, you know what, Psh, man, I won six. All right, cool, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break. I'm going to go chill. So – Jordan did the same thing as LeBron by leaving. Now, LeBron didn't retire, but I'm just saying there's a little similarities there. They both, when there was, wasn't stability in the organization, they both decided to take a different route. And I wouldn't even say there wasn't necessarily stability in Miami. You know, those two things were kind of out of, out of Pat Riley's um, control. I mean, I guess, not so much the whole D Wade and the contract um, issue um, or the money issue, but you know, no one expected Chris Bosch, like you guys said, healthy Chris Bosch and that Miami team were still on their well on their way to a winning record and you know playoffs and possibly whatever else after that. 
But um, yeah, Jordan fans usually don't bring up that gap year stuff. But again, what I think helps cement LeBron's legacy, especially as one of the greatest, I don't care whatever order you have it in, we're, we're not going to pretend like he's not one of the greatest, but it's the fact that he went home and was able to do something that no other NBA player was able to do for the city of Cleveland. I don't care with or without Kevin Love, Kyrie, whomever. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I, I mean, I kind of got to go through these rosters. Okay, 2015, 2016, we got Chris oh Bosh, Luol Dane, James Ennis, for God's sake. Joshua, Tyler Johnson. I think that was the year they drafted Tyler Johnson. Please help me, Jesus. Hassan Whiteside. Hassan. Hassan was going to be our number five. So it would have been LeBron, Hassan Whiteside, who was Mario Chalmers again, for Christ's sake. Chris Anderson was still. So you don't think he constructs that roster differently if LeBron's on the team? I'm just trying to see who, who was going to be up to Kyrie and Kevin Love's. Um. I don't know. So, so wait, so you for? don't think Pat Riley, you don't think if they saw um, Bosch on a downslide, you don't think Pat Riley does a sign but and no trade? One for, for, no uh, one saw it. No one saw it. This was like an Love? emergency health issue for Chris Bosch. Sign and trade who? Yeah, the who Chris Bosch one. Yeah, the, the Chris Bosch one. Yeah. That, was, that was unusual situation. That's what I'm saying. So there's no one's fault, but baby, I'm gonna get the fuck out of Dodge before it's too late. He didn't see it, but again, the the before okay, fuck the fact that maybe he thought, um, okay, like Real Talk said, the point was he was combating me on the fact that he didn't have the benefit of a great organization. To me, by this time, this man prop pretty much took constructing a roster into his own hands, probably within those Miami teams too. Allegedly, if I'm not mistaken, I don't, I cannot quote this or source it, but that's some of the reasons why we kept, you know, we had someone like a Shane Battier who was able to stay, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Chris Anderson, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, LeBron caped for uh, Birdman to be there, things of that nature. Right. And of course, Hey, convincing Chris and D Wade, let's stay here and build something here. Not one, not two, not three. And which is, he took the same model and went to Cleveland with it too. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that helps to me, this constant conversation that we're having about the GOAT debate, but okay, fine. Even if you wanted to give it to Pat Riley, those four years, I really don't think that Pat would have been able to re-up as quickly. I am unsure, but I don't think so. But regardless of that, I still think it was more of a benefit for him to go back home and construct this, the roster that he won with um, in 2016, the roster that he went to three different finals with, the roster that he was able to even still um, manhandle the East and go on a run by himself in 2018. Outside of Pat, fine. Outside of those four years in Miami, um, what is this guy's name in, in Cleveland? I can't stand him. The little the little brute that wrote the whole crybaby letter the first time Ron left. Oh, Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Um, mm. Before Rob, Magic traded i don't even remember who he traded for muscala and reggie bullock for god's sakes you know what i'm saying and the years prior to that you saw the i don't know who the gm was that ended up letting carlos boozer go who was his second best option on that cleveland team you cannot say the same and my thing is another thing about this goal debate are you talking about his rookie like, season that wasn't was it his rookie season i think then carlos stayed for like with two carlos years. He with Brown for like two years Yes, with Boozer. I, I'm just okay. We're but it was going still his second base option. Boozer, Boozer signed with Utah as a free agent. 
<clears throat> they weren't able to retain him. They weren't able to keep him. They weren't able to um, convince him to come back. And that was the man's second best option. Carlos Boozer, exactly. Out of all motherfucking names at that time of the uh, of um the basketball era, Carlos Boozer was this man's second best oh, option. Oh, I'm not arguing for Cleveland as an organization. That's that that'll never come out of my mouth. But because I, yeah, I Miami, I'd be ready A1. to combat the, his his player empowerment movement that people try to just mishandle. You know what I'm saying? He had to do it for a reason. To me. Because again, like I said, going back to these GOAT debates, people act like Jordan and Kobe did not threaten um, their upper heads and stuff like that, their suits and ties in the or, uh, in the front offices about not building around them, about not getting them winning rosters. I will walk. Them niggas said that straight up. People act like this does, did not exist. Just because the organization did what they were supposed to do once those threats were presented doesn't mean it didn't happen. LeBron just made good with it and said, okay, if you can't do it for me, I'll do it for myself. And if you can't give me what I want, when my contract is up, I am gone, period. I'm going to do what I want to do. But before anything else, I want to win. Why is this not like, why is this logic never flipped um, as far as like LeBron? And again, I'm going to be viewed as a LeBron. <laughs> I think LeBron is the greatest player of all time. I, I really do. But the when it comes to constructing his rosters, I do also know that he just, quite frankly, sometimes did not do a good job of it. So I remember I in agree. 2018, I the Cavs were, were, had no um, cap space because they had deals of J.R. Smith on like an 18 mil per deal. They had Tristan Thompson on like an 18, 19 mil a year per deal. And so those were two guys that LeBron, when it was time for JR and, and Tristan's contract time after that championship, he caped hard for those dudes. And then in 2018, JR Smith is your starting two, giving you five points. And now you want to be like, woe is me. Look at my teammates that you had them signed to deals that they were already not trying to give them, but you insisted that those players stayed. That's why I don't. I don't. Some of them teams. I know. I understand. Together. Right. I get that. I get that. I get that. I think that's another reason too why he came for. Listen, don't trade Kyrie. You know, what I'm saying maybe if anything, we should have been able to get something. You know, for him if possible. You know, what I'm saying. Or did we end up getting something? No, we didn't trade Kyrie. Kyrie walked in his free agent year, right? I think he got traded. No, he got traded because no, Isaiah he got Thomas traded came for from Isaiah Boston Thomas. to Cleveland. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's when we got IT and Jay Crowder and stuff. You know, maybe if someone was offering a better package, but I agree with that. Yes, look, even that AARP team, when he was, don't talk about my squad. Nigga, we going to talk about your squad. Every nigga on that squad got knees of a 40-year-old. Uh, Trevor Reza, Carmelo Anthony, all these, no offense, like more like, Play, players out there prime. I was going to say washed up, but I'll be nicer. Players out of their prime. Yeah, sometimes it didn't work out, but listen, he going to have to hold himself accountable. But if I had to hold uh, my managers, my bosses, whoever signed my checks accountable for things that have gone wrong, I'm going to be pissed. Now, when it's my fault, I'm taking on the chin. I'm going to hide my face, bow out gracefully. But if it's your fucking fault and you get paid all these dollars to do what the fuck you're supposed to do, I expect expect more and that's just the bottom line period i.e jordan and kobe like i said 
You know what I'm saying? We've seen, to me, what Kobe, you know, some of those seasons Kobe had to fucking carry because he had a shitty-ass roster around him. He probably would have a lot more than five if that didn't happen. Right, but you're not going to be good every year. Like, y'all are the only... You're not going to win the chip every year. You're not going to go to the finals Guess every what? year. But I had and, a chance and, and, and 11 because years. I'm not, doesn't mean, okay, but that's cool. But I would rather, I would dad rather have less finals appearances and be on a good organization than to have all these finals appearances and I'm dealing with Dan Gilbert and them. The, Steph would have, okay, Tony, wouldn't Steph would look crazy if, and I believe that they missed the playoffs in like 2021, he was hurt, Clay was hurt. And then I think they came back, and then they missed the playoffs too. And when they were in the play-in, because they lost to us, and then they lost to um, the Grizzlies, right? It would have been like, crazy. I, okay. It would have been crazy for Steph to be like, "Oh, two years in a row, no playoffs. Oh, I, get me up out of here." He's not leaving Golden State because he knows Golden State is a good organization. Once LeBron got to Miami, and re- this is a, a class. A organization. I'm staying. What? Do, why am I going? Going back to Cleveland? What am I going back to Cleveland to for? Do something that no one has done, and said, and that's the crazy part. Because okay, someone Jordan did something that no one else has done in the uh, in the NBA. I mean, outside of if like Kyrie, if Kyrie wasn't in Cleveland, Wednesday. you think he goes back? No, I get that, but he okay, had the opportunity so. to do. But real talk, like I said, let's be for real. Again, to me, something that should add to his legacy that maybe no one else highlights because it's not six flashy little rings on his finger. He did something that no Don't one else has. I'm talking about Don't all of sports. Flashy little rings on his finger. And I'm going to say it again. I'll say it loud flashy for the people in the back. Yes. I'm talking about all of Cleveland sports, not the Cleveland Browns. I don't even know a Cleveland baseball team. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Not, 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 not the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not no Cleveland high school basketball team. He did something nobody in the city of Cleveland has been able to do. That I'm not saying that Trump six rings, but why not? The, the fact that I'm banking on okay, I could probably win here more with a Class A organization or go win in my hometown. My bread and butter, the city that raised me, that made me the person who I am today. Come but on, Tony, bro. But even when he went back to Cleveland, he made sure that he always did those one plus one deals where he it wasn't like he just said, hey, I'm here for four years. Let's build. He did those one plus one deals where he was literally, for lack of better words, holding the organization by the balls. By their nuts. So, right. Yeah, by their nuts. So, you know, it's like, hey, make moves here. I remember when he I remember when he and KB helped me out here. I remember when he went back, he did that whole letter to KB, you need to take a nap. That's what it looked like. <laughs> hey, we're close to KB's bedtime. But KB, uh, what, no. was, what was the number one draft pick? That who? What was the number one draft pick? It was... Uh, they they traded Andrew Wiggins, and then what was the other draft pick? Was it Anthony Bennett? Anthony Bennett. Anthony. Bennett. Okay, I remember mm-hmm. when he wrote and look it up, Tony. I remember when he wrote that letter. He said how much he's excited to come home. He mentioned <clears throat> Kyrie uh, Irving and how he's a great young star in this league. He never mentioned Andrew Wiggins. He never mentioned Anthony Bennett. That told me that oh yeah, they're gonna be making trades. 
They was talking about Kevin Love for a minute. They were going to be making trades. So it wasn't like he went there. He went there with a whole lot of power because he was doing those one plus one deals. So of course. It wasn't like of it was course. out of the because he went of there. Art. No, not at all. But he went there to win. Again, he went there to do something no one else has ever done. There's no time to waste. There's no gap years involved, um, EJ mm. Rebel. There's no gap years um involved we don't we i don't have the time it's it's now or never especially like you said going to cleveland same thing in la to me it's now or never i don't care how flashy la is i don't care how much i want to play with my son yes you know the you know everyone was talking about the movie opportunities and the entertainment opportunities that he had coming to la but i'm still here to do one thing and that's win so if you guys don't have that idea in mind i'm probably not gonna stay again i don't see the error in his ways for that it's still again He's, to me, he still never had the blessing of a Jordan, of a Kobe, of a Magic, of a GM, maybe outside of Pat, who's saying, oh, trust me, I'm on the same page of you, i.e. what Giannis is doing now in Milwaukee. Baby, I don't feel like we're on the same page, so before I sign that extension, I need you guys to make sure, I need to have you guys by the nuts to know that I'm not here to play. Small market, big market, I don't care what kind of market it is. I'm here to do one thing and one thing only as a professional athlete, and that's to fucking win. So if you guys mm. are not going to do that, let me find my way out to someone who, who's on the same page as me, who wants to win just as bad as I did. Because one is not enough for me. 250 plus mil is not enough for me. I'm a good ass player. I can get that anywhere. I need to win and I need to win now. There's no gap years involved, EJ. Giannis don't have the time. LeBron don't have the time. If it was Joker and Joker was patient, I give it to him. But they continue to try to build around him. They never, they never. Damian Lillard to me is a good example of someone who is in in wasteland and waste man's land right now, not having the benefit of an organization. Damian Lillard should be a fucking winner right now. Staying they, loyal to your mother. They didn't afford him any finals appearances. Not to talk less of six. Right. No, no. You, have a pro- you know, you, you make a good point with Damian Lillard, but Damian Lillard, I'd say this, doesn't have like the, I don't want to say dominance, but the reach. Slash com- like command of that course. LeBron has. I get that. So yeah. it's like nobody's doing that. Star. Yeah, but the thing is, they did do they did do Damian Lillard wrong. Like they're not helping him. But is it to say he didn't make a lot of, a crap ton of money? Yes, he made a lot of money with Portland. But with what LeBron has had to go through compared to what Jordan had to go through, I mean, no, I don't see it as being as much. But then again. Michael Jordan did have to go through those hard times to where it's like it was just him grinding. Like, he didn't win. What? He came into the league at 84, didn't win his first until 92. So, he had to grind for 91. My bad, 91. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, he had to go ahead and grind that out. So, I mean, I I see what you're saying. Let me say this then. So, how come we can't combat that with, what, LeBron's finals appearance was his fifth year in Cleveland? I want to say. Fifth year? year. Uh Okay, to me, it wasn't even much of a grind. To me, it was his superstardom, his ability as a superstar on that team to really take that team to new heights, which is something Jordan was not able to do until Scotty got there. He was not able to do two, three, four times until Dennis got there. But we we don't take that into credit. To me, we don't take that into credit. Dennis and Anderson Vergeau are not the same person. Dennis and um, Andre Zogowskis are not the same person. Uh, uh, Bobby hey, Gibson and hey, hey, Jordan took and, Bill and, and, Weddington. Jordan took Bill Weddington to the finals. That guy looked like he should be selling Ford Explorer somewhere. 
Come stop, on now, but still, stop. I mean, and he was losing to better teams. To, like he was losing to better. Teams. This is this is so this is what I don't understand. I don't understand. No, no, listen, listen. I don't understand <laughs> why either side uses this losing argument. Okay, Jordan fans try to do the oh. I was six and no, okay, but your finals opponents weren't as hard as LeBron's finals opponents. And if you think otherwise, you're just ignorant and you're dumb. Point blank, period. Next. Yeah. Uh the the finals appearances thing is is the same thing. Jordan was losing to the bad boy Pistons. He was losing to the the eighty the eighty six Celtics. And like, bro, it's some of the greatest teams of all time. So his his just so happened to be in his conference already. So the 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 Pistons, the Bad Boys, were already in the East. Boston was already in the East. You know, LeBron could beat his Eastern Conference teams, but then the better team would be in the West, and that just so happens to be in the finals. But they're both losing to better teams more times than not. So this whole argument of the appearances and the rings and oh he's undefeated. I agree. Losing the better teams is losing the better teams, whatever round it is. To me, one of the ways I quote unquote defend LeBron in this GOAT debate is to me, I'm just going to take it like this. Who, like, how we made the Seawood point, right? Seawood does five or 10 things better than Bismack Biombo. To me, that's the same thing as LeBron. Granted, don't get me, don't get me wrong. The way Jordan can literally have the ability to score. Anywhere on the court at any time, maybe not from three-point line, but at any time, you know what I'm saying? The way he did is probably a 90 compared to LeBron's 80. But LeBron's 90 comes at passing compared to LeBron. I mean, compared to Jordan. Um, To me, even being able to be positionless compared to Jordan, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, again, he doesn't get the credit to being able to do maybe even if it's a minimum of two things better than Jordan does, because a lot of what I hear the O'Hez rhetoric is, is, Oh, he's a scorer. He's a killer, killer mentality. He's score, score anytime. Uh, take the big shot. Da, 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 da. Okay. And LeBron is a scorer and a passer and a defender and a rebounder. I mean, Jordan was all of that too. Uh, Jordan now, was Tony, 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 Tony was a passer playmaker as well. Tone, yes. Tone. LeBron was never, Ever on the level of defense of a defender as Michael Jordan was, ever. And then Michael are, Jordan was a killer. Exactly is, yeah, that's is, not true either. Jordan. That's Michael not defending. a true statement. Michael either. Jordan killer was a killer. That's not Traffic a true homes. statement. Michael Park Jordan cars. was a killer. Mike was a great defensive player. No, that's not what I'm not. I'm but LeBron in 2013 definitely hit that level of defense most well, definitely. No, 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 and he should have won Defensive Player of the Year that year as well. Oh, he should have won that year. I'm saying I think Michael Jordan's done, done that over collective years. LeBron was never I, really known for that. That's what I mean. Like Michael Jordan played on both in the court, but to me, it's not even um, fair that he wasn't recognized for that either. My thing is, um, right, right, right. It's like I think about it sometimes. It's like okay, I would say okay in LeBron's era, that wasn't too many superstars that he was necessarily competing with. But I feel like I could say the same with Jordan too. It's like they really are. No, correct me if I'm wrong. Like I said, Jordan is not necessarily my time. So one of the things I like to say, too, is like the way the conversation moves. Okay. To me, especially post-Miami career, the mm-hmm. best player in the league debate, oh, my God, mm-hmm. they would change it so literally at year after year after year after year after year. But guess whose name was always in it? 
LeBron, right? But to me, to me, it's like, okay, in, 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 as far as the best player in the league debate, who was mm-hmm. Jordan competing with? The way LeBron had to compete with the Kevin Durant's or the James Harden's or the Steph Curry's, or I'll go even like back in the day. I don't know. Who else did he have? I don't know. A Gilbert Arenas. So, who else was upper echelon? Like, you know, maybe between like a 03 and 2010 for LeBron. That Whose name he's competing with? I mean, 03 through 2010 was him and COVID. I and mean, Kobe. that was. Kobe. Is, was there but, a Kobe for Jordan? Like I said, was there a Kevin Durant for Jordan? Now I mean, Kevin Kobe Durant. was better than him those years, those and that's, three, and, three, but ten. But that's years. perfectly fine. But uh, outside of the uh, outside of like Magic, who was well on the tail end of his career, I mean, yeah, that's sickness, that's who he was competing with. Okay, so him. after Magic, who else? and Larry and Larry at the time. Oh my god! And these are Hall of Famers, like, uh, and who are, again, who are probably a little bit more past their prime by the time Jordan is kind of coming up in the best player of the league conversations, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about someone who's been through three different eras. The Steph Curry era being the most recent. And this guy, this is, we're talking about someone who's changed the game Steph completely. Curry, yep. Who LeBron is still in these conversations with. These, to me, this is somewhat of like adversities to me that Jordan didn't necessarily have to face. All of this collectively to me is what makes this Goat debate to me just inch Braun a little bit, or just even if it doesn't inch him, forget who's first or second. But for the old heads to just completely dismiss him, like no way he cannot compete with this guy. I can't see it. It baffles me. I think it's mind blowing. Yeah, I can't say that. I can't say that. And again, I'm going. I'm going to lean on the roster construction because outside of Pat Riley, before he started taking control, before this Miami team. No, no, uh, Cleveland didn't come back in O.A. and you say, let me put together a team. To leave him. You I get decided that, to I'll leave let you have that. I've waved the white flag. I've conceded. But again, prior to that, prior to the, when this, this nigga was still him at one point, mm-hmm. it's like no, no one in, in Cleveland said, let me build a roster around him to defeat um, the Spurs the way this guy thought said, you know what? I need to follow that big three model in or, like, like, like Paul Pierce, who I just got my ass slapped on, whooped on, beat up on, what, two years in a row? Let me follow that model and go go generate that concept somewhere so I can compete with them. And fuck, it, fuck around and lose to a complete team like the Magic. The Magic was such a complete team with Hito, with Rashad, with Dwight. Come on. No one was building around him like that. that to, to, team, for yeah. him. Right, but how is he going to have the opportunity to even get these six? My guy got an opportunity to get 11 and still have four out of those. Tony, you're talking about Cleveland. We know Cleveland wasn't a good organization. Technically, I'm not. Technically, I'm not because he only had one final appearance there. So what about the other ones? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying saying that, yes, we already understand that he did not have good rosters his first stint in Cleveland. That is un- well. They're also not as bad as y'all try to make them, but they weren't championship. No, because if you also look, the reason <laughs> why the reason why that they were great a lot of those years is because they were also consistently a top five defense. So go look. They go look that man. Okay. Mike Brown was over there coaching, who has okay, proven to be fair. a really good coach. Yes. So. Yes. Um, but they, I, I still don't think they were like a championship team. I think they were just a really good regular season team. But however, <laughs> um, he goes to Miami, right? 
you choose to not only leave Miami, which was a great organization, you then choose to go back to a, what you already know is a bad organization. And now you want people. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. He has more power, but still you're knowingly going to a bad organization. So now I'm not going to woe is LeBron (laughs) because he's in an organization that he willingly went to. And willingly left. Okay, a so great fine. One. Then you're helping. You're helping the argument even more. He went there knowing that they're incompetent and still carried, still fucking carried four years in a row. Four years yeah, in a row. Yeah, because Kyrie My got drafted and Kevin. He brought Kevin Love My and made them trade Wiggins. Okay, but my goat did that. My goat saw the landscape and said, "I'm here. I'm here. Have no fear. LeBron is here. Put on that cape." Four finals appearances in a row. Not to count that that the last one was yeah. was without Kyrie. I don't even he was remember. Who by far the was. best player in the league. He was by far the best player in the league with a good I team. I yeah. never hear Jordan go back. Where's Jordan from? North Carolina. I don't even know. I ain't gonna. He was you. born in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't see him go to New York and do that. Oh, Masters. Oh, hey, all the nightmares. Job. All the nightmares he gave uh, Madison. Yeah, Square that's fair. That's fair. I ain't gonna lie. But um, thank y'all for letting me get off. Ooh, I don't even know where all that energy came from because I was sleeping two oh, seconds God, ago. Hey, Ooh, about, about my goal. That's the thing about this conversation. So that we. Know. So I was like, I don't really have no fight in the game because my favorite player is Kobe. But when it okay. comes to LeBron, I mean, a lot of people know about LeBron and, and Michael Jordan, who, who Kobe learned from and modeled his game after, but. For LeBron, yes, and I mean, he had his own journey. That's all I could say with that. Well, Michael yeah. Jordan had his own journey. I don't try to say one's better than the other. Two different I eras. Either. I try not. They to. went through this. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it. that's, that's a big deal. And even to Kobe's defense too, I feel like he didn't get a lot of his respect until um he passed. To be honest, I don't feel like people put a lot more respect on his name uh, until he passed. That one's rough. That one. I, yeah, where I'm at with that one is. I yeah I can't yeah it's, it's kind of that's hard. a whole different conversation but uh but look speaking of Kobe he said it best in his tweet appreciate Jordan six appreciate his five and appreciate LeBron's journey and period. Um, yeah period and look I uh, not nah, these conversations we know is going to be endless but uh you know it was a cool to be able to engage with it, especially in light of uh, Chris Paul with the last know, thing I do want to say on this topic, Zian. Go ahead. What's up? Close us out. You Jordan fans do realize that he went six and no because um, especially the second three, Pete, I would definitely stamp this, but I would even say for all six, he had the best team in the league. It wasn't a team out there that was better than that Bulls team with Scotty and even the first one, Scotty, Paxson, and them. That team was really good, bro. The team was really good. Yeah, when you got this the best player. give their role players credit at all. Yeah, when it's LeBron, their role players saved him. But when it's okay, Jordan, well, it's like they look, don't even exist. I'll just, I, look, I'll just say this. Look, uh, if, we win the championship, if we win the championship uh, this upcoming season, Yo, the uh, the Christian Wood agenda is going to be crazy. Oh so, my god! I'll let you know. Oh yeah. But look, um, no, this was one hell of a conversation. But look, you guys <laughs> know how we uh, how we always end every conversation is about what we're watching. So 
EJ, you already know the vibes. What you watching, man? I actually haven't been watching too much. Um, let me see. I see Suits is trending on Netflix. Watch so that. I may, watch, I may watch start it. watch that. All right, fam. I'm gonna tell you this about. I'm gonna tell you this about suits. You watch the first, because I I I know the show very well. You watch the first fifteen minutes. You're hooked. You're hooked. It's a very Very simple storyline that you're like, oh shit, really? You're hooked. So watch suits. It's on Netflix. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Can't recommend it. Was it this big when it was actually out? Wasn't the show like on USA? Suit, yes. Okay, Suits had yes. a like a cult following. It was like one of those like loyal mm-hmm. fan bases, but it's definitely taken a whole new life on its own with since mm-hmm. Netflix. So, but yeah, it's a uh, look. I watched every episode. Uh, dope show, and uh, so yeah, you will love Suits. Real talk. I was gonna say. I wish Tony was here. Between him and Zen, they watch everything. So whatever they. Um, suggest or whatever, just take their word for it. These guys watch everything well, on let TV. Me tell you, well, let me tell you what I'm watching now. I got, uh, I'm watching a few shows because this is my favorite time of the year. Well, you know, speaking of Lakers, I'm watching Winning Time. Winning okay. Time, I'm telling you, if you're mm-hmm. a Laker fan, mm-hmm. you gotta watch it. But even it's a great TV show, I don't think you even need to be a Laker fan. Um, the guy who plays Jer- Jerry West, his, Jason Clark, it's the funniest shit. It's the funniest <laughs> shit. The way he plays Jerry West, it is. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, what is what is a few episodes ago we had Jeff Perlman on for a quick conversation. Uh, he's the guy who wrote the book um, Showtime that the show is based upon. Oh, wow. So we had mm-hmm. him on. Yeah, we had him on a podcast for a little bit. Um, so it's a great show. Watch it, folks. And here's the thing about the show. So it's taking, you know, it's telling the story of the Showtime Lakers. It's also one of those shows that's on the bubble right now with HBO. And this season, because remember, the Lakers lost to the Celtics in 84. That's where we are in the story. So if this show ends and gets canceled, a show about <laughs> the Lakers is going to end with the Celtics winning the chip. So... Hey, the only way it's going to be a third season, watch the show, support the show, get behind behind it so they can add a third season because this show cannot end with the Celtics, Larry Bird, and that would be tragic. That that would be tragic. tragic. That would, yeah, we we can't do that. We can't do that. But no, it's a dope ass show. It is hilarious. Like I said, Jerry Clark, Jason Clark, who plays Jerry West. It's one of the funniest shit. It's just it's just, I funny. Uh what else I'm watching? Um I'm a for, for those who don't know, I'm a diehard power fan. Force. That's Tommy's show. Uh, uh, I got to watch. Yeah, I actually do watch that show. I, I got to start. I got to start. Yeah, season. so season 2, it's crazy. Tommy is back. Um and then you know, um Raisin Canaan. They just announced that that third season comes back in December, and oh, um, and then shit. Well, it's eight o'clock now on the West Coast, and about an hour, I'm about to watch the first episode of the new Walking Dead spinoff. Um, Daryl Daryl Dixon. So I'm watching that, and then mm. you know what show I've been binge watching? 
because because you know with now with the Hollywood strike, perfect time for because there's not going to be too many new shows coming out. Perfect time to like you know go and see catch shows on your watch list. First time ever. I mean, no, I've always I have tried getting into the show nine, ten, eleven times. It always failed. It finally, I finally get it. I'm finally in it. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Only took you about two years to yeah, late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. Game more than that. Game of Thrones. I've never like, watched a show, single episode. It's so really fam, it's here's good. the thing. The first, like the they say the first season is the worst. Right, but I'm just gonna um, give you let me tripping. tell you the type of vibe that Game of Thrones is on. They have mm-hmm. a scene, right? It takes place <laughs> in a brothel where the woman just finished doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wipes wipes a, uh, wipes a substance off her mouth oh and did <laughs> and then proceed to kiss another guy. It's mm. so disgusting, bro. It's, it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. Yeah. The thing and that then, I kind of did I he see, see her wipe it off? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, he didn't see it. He was around the court. He didn't see the Whatever, man. Whatever you see anybody coming out of the broth wiping her mouth off. Come on, bro. It ain't nothing. Come on. I mean, he knows. You know, you know, they were living different back in the. In I was just day. gonna say that they were living. <laughs> Look, no, no. So what Zen, what Zen, something I get that the thing I did not understand, I still don't do to this day. And I don't care if it's to be pure blooded, having sex with your siblings that is disgusting. I don't care. It's disgusting. That's one big thing they did, especially in Game of Thrones. But go, but continue, Zen. Go ahead. Hey, they got like a nine-year-old still getting breastfed. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's wild. I can just see it's real talk shaking his head like, yeah, I'm not bro. watching this, bro. I'm a, I'm <laughs> real talk is like, I'm never like, watching this, bro. I'm not watching this. Like, <laughs> crazy. But yeah, no. It's fine. So yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like towards the end of the second season. Absolutely crazy. Ridiculous. So um yeah, Tone, what are you watching? Um, I'm kind of behind you on the force thing. I'm trying to get into it. I'm on like maybe like the third episode. Um, I fell off power pretty much after the regular, the first uh, original power with um, Amari Hardrick. Couldn't get into Tyreek. He just got a lot going on, and it just seems very dramatic and unrealistic. Oh, a lot you of are missing out. You are missing I'm gonna try. I'm gonna you try. are missing out on so, that because I I was thinking the same thing. I'm like Tariq cannot carry a series, but it's just a, such a great storyline to where yeah, it really yeah. don't even matter. Mary J. Really comes in and kill. Mary J. Blige comes in and kill it. Um, I forgot what was it. What's his name? Uh, Woody. Woody, Woody yeah. McLean. Yeah, Woody McLean. Yeah. He um. He played Bobby Brown in a new edition series. He yeah, is, he is great in it. It's a I'm dope try. story. It's a dope, dope story. You gotta, you you gotta, you gotta watch. You it. gotta, you gotta tune in today. I enjoyed Raising Canaan a hundred percent, especially because the strong female league. Rock is yeah. it. I love her character. I love to hate oh, her. Oh, she fine too. <laughs> she yeah. is. I gotta give it to her. She is. But um, so yeah, she ain't a good mother, I'm trying to get though. into. 
She's not, but I, I honestly, that's what mother. wows me the most. That is wow. what wows me the most about her character and the way she's able to play it because I wouldn't even have the heart for it. She's just, she's all about her bread, her bread and her brand. And she don't care at what cost, you know what I'm saying? But um, She sells crack cocaine, I mean. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I so would forth, venture to say she's not a good mom. I was trying to get into winning time a little bit. The last thing I literally remember is Magic. Um, I don't know, was it his publicist saying he got a baby on the way and he's gonna have to figure that out? Wow. <laughs> that's the last mm-hmm. thing I remember. So that's probably to the first episode. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's on my docket. Absolutely. KB, brother, what you watching, man? Don't kill me. Okay. I'm watching, I'm still watching Yellowstone. I'm not finished with that. Where are you? It's another show a lot of people like Yellowstone. Have you started started season four? No. Oh, (laughs) Oh, look. look, look. One thing I can promise you I will I'm actually going to binge watch the rest of season three, like right after we're done with this. So I'm doing that. Um, What I'm actually need to do, and I already know you're already, you know, a lot of people are like, whoa. Okay, yeah. Uh, Giants is getting the ass kicked now. Um, but yeah, they are getting it. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> What's the call's been sacked by more than six times in this game. Hey, yeah. Skip, Skip um, is gonna be insufferable tomorrow. Oh he's my gonna God. be in rare form tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too thing, bad nobody's uh, watching. Exactly. <laughs> no, I see, nobody's yeah. it's like no, uh, the only no. reason why I'm still watching because I have Dallas's defense on my fantasy team. That's it. Um, but so when it comes down to the like I'm watching Yellowstone, I'm also gonna watch Power, I gotta finish that. Um, I'm still on season three of Power. It's it's crazy. Um, other TV shows I'm watching that I did start is Superman and Lois. That's pretty good. The CW has actually been killing it on their TV shows. That's pretty good. Um, the other show, uh, I don't know if we have any anime heads in here. One Piece that's like the three, like the real life version on Netflix is pretty good. I like the storyline on that. Um, it's Yeah, they're cramming like four or five episodes into one episode, which is pretty dope. Um, and then one of the TV shows, I'm looking to get back into SWAT. I stopped watching it in season, end of, like, close to end of season one. Uh, but I haven't started watching I'm it around again. the same, the right, same, so, so did you. I might have to get back into it, just like I did with, um, with Yellowstone. I didn't think it was going to be good, but the more you keep watching, the more it gets better. It gets um, but, it gets there. But yeah, no, so real talk, I know you said a lot of people don't watch, um, uh, Yellowstone like that? I thought the same exact thing. I'm not. In no, the I Westerns. said a lot of people do like They're that show. About it. Oh, yeah. they do. Okay, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, oh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. think it was that good. Um, I'm also going to watch. They they have a new TV show that's about to be released called Lawman Base or Bass Reeves. Yeah, Bass Reeves. Lawman. Yeah. Bass Reeves. Um, so it's I'm a actually, spinoff. Yeah. It's, it's still in the same universe, but it takes place in 1884. Right, so I'm not going to watch that until after I'm done with Yellowstone in 1983 1923. So those are all the TV shows I'm watching as of now. Good shit, good shit. I'm also about to well, look and see if there's a viewing of the Equalizer I can catch tonight. <laughs> oh, with Queen Latifah? You watch that? No, I'm talking about the movie meant, with Denzel. I'm about to say, yeah. oh, 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 I was like, bro, like she can try to act like she can do that hand to hand combat, but uh, Denzel Washington got her. Uh, I'm not feeling that. I ain't trying, but uh, no offense. 
Well, look, I think it's um, also time for Denzel to wrap up on the action movies, brother. Yeah. It might be oh, the really? Last you think he's too old? I think he's pretty. He's pretty good. He less Denzel yeah. ain't looking like Denzel no more. Go he got that small uh, though, that finesse, uh, that worked for him. That's all yeah. he needs. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, if yeah. hey, if Equalizer as good as it gets now, he ain't got doing that running no more. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> whenever, no. whenever your whenever your neck starts sagging, it's time to <laughs> stop doing. <laughs> oh, it's no. time to stop doing action movies. It's time. I hate when out. us young folks he said get we on get those next type of topics. So you know what I'm and I'm not saying that it's bad to be old. I'm just saying when my yeah. neck's sagging, I won't be starring in no action movie. That's right? No, no. Right. It, it kind of yeah. reminds me of like Samuel L. Jackson and how Bruce Willis was getting to. So yeah, it's right there. Yeah, right that there. is a great point, KB. Great point. Because because everybody yeah. like look when when Bruce Willis was doing the go the what was it the um, Die Hard movies. Once uh, Live Free Die Hard came out, I'm like, bro, you kind of do a little too much. And I know that's not you it's doing it, but, you know, it, it, it Okay, so what about is. Tom? Tom has an excuse to still be doing these Mission Impossible. Okay, Tom, He's Tom Green. He actually still does them. He's he does them. Hey, he does them. Hey, he does them. look, there's very few things on, I'm talking about from a cinematic point of view, cinematography. You got a point. Uh, Tom Cruise run is iconic. Yes. Yes. When he runs, check yes. out any Mission Impossible. When he does his <laughs> he one run? minute sprint, <laughs> is, um, it's still iconic. Just saying. Oh man! Y'all wonder how many days he's out of commission after he does him one minute sprints, bro. bro <laughs> like for real. You know nah. the science. You know they. He drinks. The Don't do this Scientology shit. But look, Nobody cares. Um. Well, look. Hey, this was a fun episode. Uh, you look. Hey, we got. If you guys haven't seen already on uh, Twitter, on X, whatever you want to call it, we got the official PGM merch that's available. Now, we did warn you that it was going to piss off some folks. So, uh, yes, so we have our purple and golden showers there. I see. Yes, absolutely. We have our purple and golden shower volume one out. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) purple and golden showers. Yes. Uh, Check it out. Um, Yes, we do take it there. We got the Warriors. We got Memphis. And of course, we got fuck Boston as the first three teams. Um, So check it out. And then we just released it yesterday. Um, Austin 315. I will fuck you up. We got that shirt available. <laughs> Break glass. Give me a hell yeah. Drink some beer. You already know. Austin 315. He is him. So, uh, yeah, we got those shirts. Uh, check it out at purplegoldmines.com. Um, purplegoldmines.com backslash PGM merch or PG merch. Whatever, it's on the website. You guys will see it. Um, and we also got the Kobe documentary that we're releasing, Jobs Not Finished. The trailer is out. It's on YouTube. It's also I'm on looking our, forward um, to that. Yep, yes, November sure. 7th. It's um yeah, it's uh it's a pretty dope project. We're looking forward to it. It's um yeah, yeah, I we, I think we're people are gonna be surprised with what we do and how we do it with this documentary. We're releasing in November 7th. Don't worry. It's the night of the election. There's no games. So, yeah, we'll have something to watch uh, for everyone to see. Um, oh, I'm going to be too busy praying that night. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, especially in your state, especially in your state. Um, but hey, we got this was a fun episode. Truly appreciate Tone rolling through again. EJ, real talk. Appreciate yes, you, brother. Sir. Please yes, let's, let's not let's not make this a one time thing. And oh, for uh, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and KB always uh you know you're always on the home team so yeah we are out we truly appreciate you guys uh we'll see be back next week with episode 11 meeting of the gold mines we are talking the goat of sports films that will be a fun one mm. and we got a special guest so yeah we are right. out thank you all and uh we'll see you soon go Lakers.